pick up any newspaper, watch cable news channels, surf internet news websites. It's all yesterday's news today. You need tomorrow's news today. You need Trends Vision 2020 now with Gerald Salente. Welcome to Trend Vision 2020, your money and your life. I'm Doug Grunther with the publisher of the Trends Journal and world leading trend forecaster, Gerald Salenti. On our podcast this evening, oil spikes, global population aging fast, and what happened to the greening of America? Gerald, let's get rolling. What happened in the markets today? Oh, it's an up, up day. Everybody's up except Nikkei and Bitcoin. <laughs> Stocks surged on Tuesday as Wall Street increased bets on trade wars. No, <laughs> that there's not going to be a trade war, a trade deal. So the Dow's up over 350 points. And uh, Trump said they're going to be meeting with President Xi at the G20 meeting. And of course, the big, big news is tomorrow, we're going to find out what the Fed's going to do after their meeting, whether they're going to lower interest rates. I said they're going to lower them right away. Really? Yeah, the markets are saying they're going to lower them in July. Uh, there's a slowdown going on. And what else? Investors also cheered the prospects of more stimulus measures from Europe. Mario Draghi, president of the European Central Bank, said Tuesday, today, quote, in the absence of improvement such that the sustained return of inflation to our aim is threatened, additional stimulus will be required. Stimulus, monetary methadone, <laughs> keep giving those drug addicts. Oh, no, they're, they're investors. Right. They're investors. It's like, you know, going from heroin to opiate, you know. That's all this is. And so, just to show you the toilet paper record over here. <laughs> Look at this. This There are no reporters left. This is why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. And you can do so by going to trendsjournal.com. And so what they do is they fill their newspapers up with stupid moronic pictures. <laughs> like this one. Here's Draghi down in the bottom, dragging down there. Oh, and then you open the paper up. Oh, look at this. Two more pages of stupid pictures. Because they're not reporting the news. So that's... Remember when the Daily News called themselves the Picture Daily because they were the alternative to the New York Times, which gave us real journalism. Now they've become a picture news. Yeah, they became the Daily News, yeah. but worse. And so stocks, by the way, they've been on fire this month. They're up 6%. So all this trade war stuff, as I keep saying, is nothing more than... Oh, come on now. That ain't even bullshit. That's horseshit. <laughs> so, also important, Draghi's comments pushed the euro down, so the dollar went up. The dollar is strong because all the other currencies are so weak. I've been saying this over and over again. And on the oil front, oof, oil popped up. West Texas is up over 4%. They're bouncing up. You know why? Because it's a trade deal. So now this economic slowdown doesn't count anymore in one day. So all of the soft oil prices, we saw oil prices in West Texas crude go into bear territory, down 20%. So they're saying now the global economy is going to speed up because they're going to have a trade deal. You can't make this stuff up. And gold. Gold went up today and then went down a little bit, closed up a little bit. But we're going to see what happens with the Federal Reserve, how much and how fast they're going to lower 
those rates. Well, you know, you're speaking about oil prices. <laughs> That's going to change a lot depending upon what's going on with the U.S. and Iran because now we have a headline, U.S. preparing assault against Iran. The Pentagon announced the U.S. is sending a thousand additional troops and other military resources to the Middle East. An article republished in the Jerusalem Post reported Trump is actively preparing a tactical assault on Iran. All right. Tanker attack keeps ships idle. That's in today's Wall Street Journal. Demand outlook saps crude prices. Remember, all this ties in, and I said, they said crude prices went up today because of no trade wars, possibly, with China. Oil prices have remained soft this month despite rising geopolitical tensions and threats of supply disruptions. So, talking about the supply disruptions and the threats, we had our U.S. National Security Council spokesman, Garrett Marquis, branded Iran's actions as nuclear blackmail because they're going to start their uranium process up again. But isn't that only because the U.S. pulled out of the deal that they were abiding by? Yes, the United States ended the uh, nuclear program that they were, so it's a treaty. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, then you listen to the rhetoric. Iranians fired missiles at U.S. drone prior to tanker attack, U.S. official says. An official jerk. No, there's no proof over there. And the missile missed the drone and fell into the water, the official said. So where is Facebook? Where is Twitter? Where is Google? Why are they letting this stuff go out with no facts? This is a conspiracy theory. Oh, and uh, official? What the hell are you doing over there? And what are we doing with drones over there? That's the what I'm trying drones. to say. What are you doing over there? Now, then President Trump was on Fox and Friends a few days ago. You know, Iran did do it. You know they did it. Oh, you know they did it. He said, you know they did it. <laughs> well, you know why you know they did it? Because you saw the boat. This little outboard motorboat they had over there next to the ship. The people in the ship said, no, a flying projectile came into it. So it's one big BS after another. A senior diplomatic source told the U.S., quote, is virtually certainly Iran was behind the latest attack. Not one shred of evidence. And just to put this into perspective, on Trump's credibility, the Quinnipiac University poll last month found that only 35% of Americans trust, trust Mr. Trump to tell the truth. But you know, that's about important issues. Versus 52% who trusts the news media? <laughs> yeah, this is how bad it is. And by the way, if you have any questions, you know, just contact us. Yeah, you go to TrendVision2020 at TrendResearch.com. We like your question. We like your comments. And read history before it happens and get past the bullshit and subscribe to the Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. Now, let's stay on Iran here for a second because I find this interesting. You know, uh, in the, when the U.S. invaded Iraq, uh, last time. Europe basically went along with it. But now we have a story that says uh, Germany, France, um, and Great Britain are trying to um, offset what America's doing over there. Um, what they're doing is they've set up a barter system to evade possible U.S. sanctions, and they're trying to encourage countries to buy Iranian oil. This they, puts them in direct conflict with us. They've been doing this for a while. They've been trying, but they haven't been, they haven't been able to do it because of the way 
the barter is being done with a swift deal and, and how money is transferred. We'll see what happens with it. Uh, it. It may happen this time. If it does happen, the one big thing, oil is all bought on petrodollars. Mm -hmm. So if they kill the petrodollar, that's going to kill the dollar. That will be the death of the dollar in, in the beginning of it. There's something else interesting you, you mentioned about all the false information. We, had, we heard from our Secretary of State, uh, Mike Pompeo, and he was being interviewed on CBS. And he's, he's dismissing any suggestion that the U.S. had no evidence to prove Iran had attacked two oil tankers in Amman last year. But he dodged the question when asked for proof, declaring that, quote, the intelligence community has lots of data, lots of evidence. The American people, all you Americans listening, all of us, the American people should be rest assured we have high confidence with respect to who conducted the attacks. And again, he provided no evidence or data to, to support his claim. So you remember Colin Powell with the UN, with his little vial over there of colon crap, and that's all that was. And you know what passes through the colon? Shit! Because that's what came out of his mouth when it, he said he had proof that Saddam Hussein has weapons of mass destruction. We're back in the same game it's again. The same lying game. And where's the... How come you're not banning these people on Facebook and Twitter, putting out conspiracy theories without any proof? Okay. Uh, now... Staying in the Middle East, this is a related subject. Israel to expand in the Golan Heights. Big story? Yes. Uh, they're calling it Trump Heights. <laughs> and this is a planned settlement. Reflects Israel's will to cement Mr. Trump's support. This is from the Wall Street Journal. For Israel's control of the contested territory, which it captured from Syria in the 19. 67, Six-Day War, the United States and most world powers consider the Golan Heights occupied Syrian land. This is not, this is not contested territory. It's occupied territory, as is the West Bank. But Israel could get away with it, but other countries can't seem to do that. All right. Well, the Pentagon announced $250 million in military aid to the Ukraine. Oh, that makes me feel better. Oh, yeah, we got to stop them Russians over there, you know, and we got to support the comedian who just got elected. Again, our money going over there is the country's rotting in front of us. Potholes everywhere, third world infrastructure and the rail system, and we're giving our money away. We're not giving our money away. They're taking our money from the military-industrial complex. And All right. Morsi dies after collapsing in Egypt court. What's going on? Yeah, Morsi, of course, was the president of... Egypt, elected by the people, he was from the Muslim Brotherhood, and al-Sisi, the general, they overthrew it, now he's our good friend al-Sisi. So you love the military guys, but again, the guy dies in court. You think it was an accident? The, the guy was the president, and they're sentencing to jail for life or something. Uh, I, I doubt if it was, you know, he got extra heartburn and died. All right, Gerald, here's an interesting headline. Global population aging fast. Let's get some facts. The world's population is getting older, but growth is slowing down. The global population of 7.7 billion will increase to 9.7 by mid-century and may peak around the year 2100. But in Africa, they're expecting a huge population spurt. Rest of the world, not so much. 
What's the trend here? Well, again, you know, they're, they're, it's aging, but I mean, think about it. You go back a uh, hundred years ago, we only had 1.7 billion people on the planet. Mm -hmm. And now we're talking about 10 billion and they're worrying about it slowing, right? But here's the deal with Africa. The uh, sub-Saharan African population is set to double over the next 30 years mm. to some 2 billion, putting it on track to overtake Central and South Asia. And here's the deal. Many of the fastest growing populations are in the poorest countries. So, and they're, they're, we talk about human ways. Yeah. People leaving their countries to find work in other places. This is going to be a huge trend that's really not solvable if the population keeps growing at these kind of levels. And a story we may get to today about uh, genetic plants, you know, how are you going to feed all these people? Yeah. All right, business travels to U.S. hit by crackdown. What's going on there? Again, it, it, the United States is cracking down on people coming into the country. And just a couple of weeks ago, China warns its citizens about visiting or studying in the United States. The Education Ministry cited delays and rejections by the U.S. in issuing visas. And they're also issuing safety warning awareness. A spokesman for the Ministry of Culture and Tourism said safety warning citing Americans frequent shooting, robberies, and thefts. Then you follow it up, and here's a story from the New York Times. Businesses that rely on visitors from China are latest casualty. And here's just some example. A Los Angeles hotel long popular with Chinese travelers saw a 23% decline in visits last year and another 10% so far this year. And it's one after another. And also, China is the largest source of both tourism dollars and international students to the U.S. In addition to tourism, this could hurt college attendance, right? Because we have been counting on a lot of Asian students. Yeah, and, and attendance is going down because Americans can't afford it. Right. New poll has great news for Trump ahead of campaign season, bad news for Democrats. Now, this is almost a joke. Just last week, Democrats are crowing all over the media, holding a poll showing that, that most of their candidates beat Trump in a national election. It's a week later, and now there's good news for Trump. He's got his highest approval rating in over a year. What is it? And it's at 48%. You know, usually he's down around 39, 40%. And... Uh, now, here's what's interesting. The survey showed Americans most approve of his performance on economic matters. Ah. They say the economy is doing great, but meanwhile, it's not doing great for 99% of us. Well, it is considering that you look at the growth rate, even though it's fake and how they did it, it's over 3%. It was 2% in the Obama administration. And you're looking at employment levels are very low. Uh, unemployment levels are very low, even though the labor force participation rate is low as well. And remember that Clinton campaign slogan, back in 1992. It's the economy, stupid. So the big issues are going to be health care, the economy, and borders. And speaking on that, atop the polls, Biden tries to stay above the Democratic fray. He has invested less time in the early voting primary states than many of his rivals, while also appearing in general election battlegrounds like Pennsylvania and Ohio. This is very important because all Biden has to do is win in a few of those battleground swing states and Trump is out. 
And that's assuming he gets the nomination. Assuming he's, he gets the this nomination. This is the third time he's run. The first two times were not a pretty good Yeah, picture. and once he starts opening his mouth, you're going to see what a jerk he is, and people start tuning out Right. see who comes in next. All right, we have very little time left, so we're going to have to save a few of these stories for tomorrow. But we want to get to this because it's interesting. Think about what do you think the five jobs are that have the fastest pay growth right now? I Ready? Would, let's hear Fastest hear. pay growth. Number five, bank teller. Ah, great. Number four, cashier. Wonderful jobs. Three, yeah. oh, truck great. drivers. Two, machine operator. And the number one fastest pay growth job right now, pharmacy technician. And what does a pharmacy technician make? Median base price, $31,722 a year. You can feed a family of four. Oh, sure, that. easily. And again, one time when before there were the monopolies over took the country, and before there was CVS's and Walgreens owning everything, there were local drugstores. Right. And these kind of technicians got living wages in those days. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. If you want to read history before it happens, you subscribe to the Trends Journal. Go to Trends Journal at TrendsJournal.com. And tomorrow night, join us again for more Trend Vision 2020. <laughs>